Hi there, and welcome to the Women on Amazon podcast. My name is Regina Peterbergsky, and I am your host. As an Amazon FBA seller and coach, I'm in the trenches daily supporting my family by building Amazon brands. Here, you'll be hearing the journeys of some amazing women who have changed their lives through Amazon and e-commerce, as well as strategies and tips on how you too can create a better future for yourself and your loved ones. Hey, 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 and welcome back to the 50th episode of the Women on Amazon podcast. I'm so excited about this episode. Not only is it uh, officially number 50, it's almost exactly two years since I started this podcast, and wow, what a journey it's been. So today's episode is actually a bumper double episode, which I, I hope you will find inspiring. I've spoken to uh, three uh, women uh, who are all selling on Amazon. So the first part is Preeti, who started selling on Amazon uh, just a little over two years ago. And in that time, she was able to go from zero to over a $2.5 million turnover this year, just in two years. So our conversation was really amazing when she talks about how she did it and what she did. So I'm sure you're going to be enjoying that one. And then part two is actually somebody who I've personally known for a lot longer than either of us have been selling on Amazon uh, and her business partner. So Tessa and Kate uh, started a supplements brand. Now, if you've been selling on Amazon or know anything about Amazon, supplements is one of the most difficult and competitive niches in the space. And over the last uh, six or seven years, they've actually built, again, from nothing to a multi-million dollar, very well-known and respected brand on Amazon. And I was fortunate enough to have a chat to them as well. So all of the participants in today's podcast, this is their first interview. So um, they were all a little bit uh, shy at first, but I was able to twist their arm to come and chat to me. So hopefully you find this episode as inspiring as I did when I was talking to these amazing women. So just uh, one last thing, if you are in Australia or are looking to sell in Australia in the, this last week, there's been some amazing uh, steps made into the market research availability with both Helium 10 and Zonguru rolling out the Australian marketplace in their back end. So you can now do your product research and keyword res- research on the Australian marketplace to decide if it's somewhere where you wish to sell. So both of those tools now have Australian capability. And if you don't have either of them, there are obviously links uh, in the show notes where you can grab um, a uh, trial. uh, And also I've got some coupon codes for you. So please settle back and enjoy these two uh, awesome interviews with these amazing, amazing women on Amazon. And welcome back to the Women on Amazon podcast. I'm so excited and thrilled to be joined today by Preeti Purohit, who is an Amazon seller, and this is her very first podcast interview. So I'm honored that she's uh, joining me here today. Welcome, Preeti. Hey, Regina. Thank you so much for inviting me to your podcast. Yes, this is my very first time And I'm really, truly honored to be able to share a little bit about myself with the audience. Thank you. 
Oh, you're more than welcome. So firstly, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Where do you currently live? What's your background? So Regina, I was born in uh, India, in Jaipur. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you watched that movie, The Hotel Marigold. Oh, yes, I know. And, you know, and I've been to Jaipur. I love, love, love Jaipur. Yeah, yes. yeah. So that's where I was born, in mm-hmm. this beautiful land of, you know, culture and color and design and architecture. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where I was born. Um, but I was raised in Mumbai, in India. Mm-hmm. Um, I was married when I was 19. I had mm-hmm. my first child when I was 22. So oh, and, I have to ask. Uh, yes. Please, if it's indelicate, just tell me to shout. Yeah. Was it an arranged marriage or was it a love it marriage? It was, yes. This I was expecting that question. So okay. yes, it was. Um, mm-hmm. And hindsight, I think this was the best thing that happened to me. Mm-hmm. Um, very early on in life, found the right partner, um, had my child at 22. Um, he was studying. Right after we got married, he came to Australia to pursue his master's in engineering. Mm-hmm. And he came back and he would talk about Australia being this beautiful country oceans and mountains right next to the ocean and I'd be like seriously can you have an ocean and a mountain next to it like <laughs> I come from Mumbai where there's ocean and then there are buildings and buildings and all of that and I was like you know what it'd be good for us to go experience that lifestyle mm-hmm. and if it was there we can we can definitely try that and that's when my son was about 18 months old and we moved to Australia mm-hmm. um, it was a new country no family yeah. didn't know nobody in Sydney it was all very brave very it brave. was yeah I don't know I think you do these things when you're young mm-hmm. when you're not thinking you know too much yes. um so yeah so we moved here um but I found Australia so easy to assimilate in mm-hmm. the cosmopolitan place that Sydney is um mm-hmm. the beautiful people the warm culture you know I'd walk on the streets and be like hey hi mm-hmm. hey good morning and I was like wow like you know, people acknowledge each other. They look into each other's eyes in the, you know, in your morning coffee walks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And I very quickly adopted to this lifestyle and whatnot. So, um, yeah, here I am 22 years after. I call Australia home. I feel as Australian as I feel Indian. Well, you've, and spent, I love you've spent as long time, almost as long time here as, as you did in India, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I get the same butterflies when I land in Australia, when I come back from India and I feel the same when I go back over there. So I, I think I'm really enjoying the best of both the worlds. Perfect. How, how good is that? Absolutely. So topic at hand, we're talking Amazon today and your experience. So how long have you been selling on Amazon? So my, um, I launched in August of 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, very quickly, the brand in about four months um grew to about a hundred you know hundred k we'll get to that we'll get to that so yes yes um so so so, so august 2018 so that's uh what uh two two and and a half years two and a half years and so what what business experience did you have before you started selling on amazon what was your background so regina very very frankly i had no business experience even though i come from a business family um, I think getting married really young, moving to a new country, it was all about sustenance. So I so started what working. Doing? So what were you doing? Yeah, one of my first jobs was at the Commonwealth Bank. Okay. Um, and I remember my first uh, uh, branch, I was what, a young 23-year-old, 24-year-old. I walked, I was like, okay, before my first day at the bank, I'm going to go walk and find this branch. And it took me two hours walking 
to actually find that where that branch was. Mm-hmm. And I peeped inside and I saw these very elderly looking, very serious people working in the bank. I froze. I turned back, raced home. I said, oh my God, like there's real serious people in the bank. <laughs> I'm this young one and I don't know what I'm going to do. And, you know, because you're in a new country, new culture, new everything. Yes. And so, yeah, that was my first job. And after that, I um, kept, you know, I realized very early on in Australia, if you're hardworking, you see the successes really fast. Mm-hmm. That your the companies recognize you and you get promoted really fast. And that's what happened in my bank journey. I finished as a personal banker in investments, right. did quite a few different sales and marketing roles. And uh, yeah, it's just been an amazing learning journey. Yes. For so, so you're pretty much corporate, you know, corporate. It wasn't corporate, Regina. I think for me, it was more, um, a lot, lot of my working life was on the floor in retail. Right. I remember okay. so, when my so second- Face-to-face customer, yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I'm so thankful for those years. I remember when my second one was a toddler, all I surrounded myself with toys all the time. And mm-hmm. I had a friend in the play group. She was working at this very fancy toy store mm-hmm. and they were opening in my area. And I was like, you know what? I relate to this product like toys. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, this is what I'm doing all day long, buying new toys, playing with different toys with my, yeah. you know, baby. So I joined this amazing chain of educational toy store brand as a manager over there, as a, okay. manager, as mm-hmm. a store manager. And I just learned like this, the toy market is humongous. It's you know? huge. Mm-hmm. Exactly. From there, I moved on. And during this whole period, I started thinking about what is it that I really want to do? What is it that I really want to do? And I joined this uh, color and design course I was like, I'm going to do something really different. You know, I read this story about a woman who, you know, changed her life after working in the bank. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to shift. I'm going to do something different. And I joined this color and design course. And to my surprise, Regina, I won most of the awards in the category. Wow. Which I didn't know. I, I knew I there was something, but I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad I pursued that journey because every time I close my eyes, even today, Look, you know, that name being announced of winners amongst the 400 submissions that were made. Wow. That satisfaction. So after I finished my color and design, I started studying surface design, which is like a make pattern making on textiles, right. on wallpaper, mm-hmm. on whatever, whatever. Gotcha. And then mm-hmm. I joined another big textile brand in Australia. Mm-hmm. And I worked on the floor because they're like, look, It'll be good for you to get floor experience before you can get the studio experience. Right. And I was like, look, I'll do anything. I'll make teas for y'all. I just want studio experience <laughs> want as a designer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'll do anything. I was completely open. So that's why I learned the complete textiles and home furnishing side of product. Right. Oh, my goodness. I was like, this is such amazing. Now, when I think back, it's amazing. If I have to create a textile brand, I know what to look you for. You know what to do. Mm-hmm. Trends and colors and whatnot. So, yeah, it kept moving on from there. My last job was with an um, American homewares company, mm-hmm. which filled a gap of homewares, kitchenwares, you know, your everyday living, decor products, whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I've really touched points on all these different product-based, on the floor, listening to customers. What are the gaps? Why are they not buying? What are they leaving behind? What are they asking for? What Mm -hmm. is a different age group, different demographics coming into the shop for and not finding? 
And that's where I started thinking about this gap. Okay. So when did you see Amazon as an opportunity and, and why did you decide to, to jump in and what was going on in your life at that stage? So we're looking so to Regina, about- I've always, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I've always been very curious about learning and what's mm-hmm. happening around me. And yes, I was a, being a mother and being around family is priority, but I was always looking and I was always learning night schools and schools after drop-offs and always self-educating. And at that point, I remember coming across Ty Lopez. Okay. He's the guy yep. from Mentor Box. Yes, yes. And mm-hmm. uh, he was talking about an Amazon opportunity and I said Mm -hmm. what is this Amazon opportunity so I jumped on the webinar set it was a whole day thing and I was like my god I buy on eBay I buy on all these platforms but do people actually run businesses on Mm -hmm. Amazon and eBay like do people make money it was for me it was you've got secondhand things you put them on these stores yeah yeah yeah, that's what a lot of people think about eBay right Exactly, that's what you do. So I never had thought that Amazon was a business model. And in, and in uh, 2018, Amazon had just launched. It was about to launch in Australia, right? I'm just trying uh, to Yes, correct. correct. Yeah. I think Ty Lopez must have come a, maybe a year or two earlier in my life. So, oh, okay, right. So, so it took a while from when you first saw it to when you actually correct, launched, correct. right? No, so what happened was I mm-hmm. looked at that webinar and I was like, you know what, I'm going to self teach myself. So I started looking at YouTube videos. That was going to be my next question. Did you do a training course? What what did you do? How did you find out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a very self-taught, I'm going to try this model and I launched a product. And it was so naive. I literally, what are the best sellers on Amazon? I picked one of them, put an RFQ on Alibaba. Everything was so naive. And picked my first product, which um, I was like, with the supplier, I was like, oh, you need to give me photos. I'm selling your product. You need to give me high-res photos. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. So he's like, oh, pretty, I'm going to need the barcodes. What barcodes do you need? Where do I get them from? So he would tell me where to get the ACE in the FNSKU from. Right, you know, so, 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 so your supplier actually taught you how to get stuff. He helped my hands. Exactly. He completely held my hand. Such a beautiful soul. And um, no quality checking, no sampling. And this was in the pet, you know, category, right. which could have been really, you know, hindsight dangerous for me to launch without, um, with batteries. And I launched this product in two days. I get a hazmat. Of course, yes. Review, listing mm-hmm. closed, prove that the batteries included in this product are compliant. And I said, so again, I go back to that supplier. Hey, you never mentioned, this is your responsibility. Like, get me the hazmats and everything. And that's how... I started selling on Amazon, but then I soon realized that I think there's a lot of missing pieces in this jigsaw puzzle. Mm -hmm. This is not structured. This is not right. Something is not right. Mm -hmm. I bought a course on Udemy. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was traveling. um, I was flying to India, I believe. And I went through this entire course in the flight Mm -hmm. and I still felt like, no, something is still missing over here. And that's when I came across one of these uh, popular courses of Australia on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I heard this guy, he spoke in Aussie. I felt more comfortable. Right. Up until then, I was listening to just Americans. And I was American like, voices, someone yes. from home, someone from yeah. home, I just feel a bit more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel comfortable that, uh, you know, there'll be conferences over here that I'll, like, I'll, get, an, I'll get an opportunity to meet like-minded yeah. Amazon yeah. sellers. And I think that, really propelled me to make some big decisions to get into a proper training right. so that 
I did that proper training and I became then part of their platinum program, which is quite a substantial financial investment. Financial investment, yeah. Yeah. Correct. And that's so, all so, so what happened to that that first um dog product or pet pet product? Is it did you sort of like say goodbye to that and start all over again? Yeah. Or did you do you keep that? No, Regina, I had to give that up because there were no margins. Right. And uh, I, was, I didn't believe in that product. Right. So, so but, but what a great way to learn of what not to do, right? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it helped me um, when I got into the course. I was way ahead of a lot of students because I'd already done all of this. I knew what the PPC was. I knew the barcode. I knew how do you send a product. So it was it, it fast-tracked it. Yeah. Beautiful. So... What did you want to accomplish? Were you still working full time at this stage when you when you um, started doing sort of decided to take it more seriously, or was this your full time occupation? No, uh, look, I was working full time. Then I dropped my hours, become part time. It was very um, touch wood. I've been very lucky with all my employers. They would be very flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I wanted part time hours, they'd be flexible. So I I started working part time. So that I could, you know, work on this business, learn what is business? How do you mm-hmm. set up a business? There was yes. so many micro steps in between. Amazon was the end goal, setting up your Amazon FBA. But how do you actually start a PT Valumative? What are the payroll implications? How do I do accounting? I remember, you know, friends of mine who were in business, I'd like call them. I was like, I don't know what to do with this bass thing. I don't know what, yes. what is this PAYG. Mm-hmm. So there were so many of these little, little learnings. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so but cutting short, the whole purpose for getting involved in this business was to get freedom of time. Right. My kids are 22 and 16. Mm-hmm. And I realized the last one is going through his final year at school. Mm-hmm. And now is the time that mom that is me, can spend more time for myself. This model gives me this opportunity to travel. Mm-hmm. Yes. To go see my folks back in India who, you know, would love to see more of me that I haven't been able to because of the busyness yes. of having young kids. Mm-hmm. And I think I wanted the freedom of time. Mm-hmm. And obviously that self-doubt that I had all these years I wanted to get rid of that self-doubt and just prove to myself that I can have a business, that I am creative, that I can achieve what I want to. And I think I just went double down and, yeah, just made it happen. I pinch myself every day. I just, <laughs> yeah, I do. As, as is- you should. So tell us, uh, so since you launched your first product, 2018, well, sorry, your second product, I'm guessing now, because of the, the dog one. Um, so uh, August 2019 uh, tell us the journey of the last two and a half years what's what's been going on with your business oh um, Regina it's been such an exciting exciting two and a half years in my life I feel like it's been a new birth now when I think two and a half three years ago it feels like distant memory to me Mm -hmm. Um, this model has really helped in not only setting up a business, but seeing it profitable in two years, yes, in two and a half years. which is amazing, right? Which is absolutely amazing. I started, I launched my second brand on in August 2018. Mm-hmm. And I was looking back, August 2019, I resigned from my job. 
and right. I became so, full time in the business. Perfect. Because mm-hmm. I started making more than what wages I was bringing home. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. In a year, oh, that feeling of liberation. Mm-hmm. You know, it, yeah. So that is what this uh, two and a half years has given me: mm-hmm. self-employment, empowerment. Um, I've seen 150% growth year on year. The amazing. business has been doing amazing. Touchwood, even with this whole pandemic, mm-hmm. every month it, it's just grown more than what I'd expected. Um, I'm glad that I was prepared for that. And, yes. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. And it's just growing from here on. Um, I've launched 13 products in this brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I can launch more, um, but I'm always, uh, you know, dwindling in the thoughts of maybe a second brand, a third brand, a different <laughs> niche. Yeah. Now that you know the model, you know, you just want to rinse and repeat and That's right. yeah. diversify mm-hmm. a bit. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm super excited about what the next few years hold for me. So what are the major lessons you've learned uh, to date in your your journey? I think, Regina, for me, it was more about uh, working with my own demons, Ah, the self-doubts, the Mm -hmm. self-doubts. And I think being a woman, we prioritize everything else and everybody else and just not yourself and mm-hmm. i think with my kids growing i started realizing because i'm always i'm always listening to myself mm-hmm. and i started realizing that look my kids are growing now now is the perfect time i'm still young to prove myself yes. i don't want to go from here not knowing that i didn't do what i really wanted to do mm-hmm. the dreams that i had you know my mom thinks that i can move mountains i need to prove that before while she's here you know I need to do these things for her for me for all my friends for family who've all their lives told me but you can do it you can do it you're so inspiring you're so amazing but I didn't believe in myself so I think now it's a you know put your goals down it is going to be hard and because it is hard not everybody gets there but that is that journey of growth accept that and just keep going I love that keep the end goal but work on those little steps every single day. I work on my mindset every day, Regina. I listen to Fearless Motivation on SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. It literally preps me up in the day to not give up. Mm -hmm. To not give up and just, yeah, keep, keep pushing myself and take solid actions and surround myself with growth-minded, beautiful humans. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And, what accomplishments are you most proud of? Do you have like a best day ever or a best month ever or just generally overall? Regina, like look at this journey, right? I start mm-hmm. in 2018. I'm working retail floors. You know the kind of wages of retail Yes, floors on a retail floor. floor. Yes, I do. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Now, two years and I am, you know, I've got turnover of over two and a half million dollars. How does Amazing. that happen? It's Amazing. just, it's. It gets still giving me goosebumps that yeah. the power of this business, if you put yourself 110% in this, mm-hmm. yes, you see results as fast as this and, mm-hmm. and faster. I know yeah. people who've achieved it much earlier. Yeah. And that, that is, um, yeah, that is the, year on year, as I mentioned, the growth that the business is experiencing. I've been getting approached by buyers, aggregators, who are interested in the business, I'd never heard of that. 
Yes. So, so if one it, day, in less than three years, you're now getting offers of people who want to buy your brand. That that is just amazing. Exactly. So, so what mentors have you had along the way and how have they helped you? Well, before we jump on that one, Regina, sure. I want to share this special moment. Why we, why do we do these things for these moments, right? Yes. I remember I'd launched my second brand. I was in India, December of 2018. Mm-hmm. I'd mentioned to my mom and my siblings very quietly because I'm still shy about talking about all of this. That how, because it's been so amazing, yeah. just keep quiet about it. Because yeah, I'm absolutely. still digesting that this is happening to me. I am living this dream. Mm-hmm. So I told my mom and my siblings, I said, guys, this is what I've been doing. And I think I might be hitting the 100,000 US dollars in a month. And they go, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, yeah, serious. Look, look, look at this app. So I had that Zone Guru phone app yep. that would go touching at every sale. Yes. And I had that thing on, right? And five of us, we would sit and the touching would keep going on. And I was like, I think we're getting closer, guys. I think we're getting closer. Mm. And mm. when, so every touching, all of us would jump and, you know, like, yes, it's <laughs> happening, it's happening, it's happening, it's happening. And then the 100K hit and we all jumped and we uh, all jumped. And just proving, just seeing my mother feel so proud, seeing my siblings, yeah. that just inspiring them that at any stage of your life, you can turn it around. That is so beautiful. I oh. love that. And and everybody has their own different ones. For you, it was that $100,000 month, which is amazing. For me, it was when I did uh, 200 units in a single day for the first time. You know, Yes. And, it's so amazing, and isn't it? it? It's, you know, everybody has their own one that they remember, you know. Um, yeah. So, so, so Regina, I mean, yeah. That, that's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And I remember when I launched this product, right? And in a week's time, you know how you set your limit to only five when, because you're running promos and you've got heavy discount. Yes, 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 yes. You do keep your buying limit as five or two yes, or whatever, yeah, just yeah. so your inventory is not wiped out by yes. error or whatnot. So, yeah, yeah. There were those dodgy things happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had the limit at five. I got an email from Amazon. Oh, um, we've got a commercial business buyer. They're looking at bulk buying. And they said, like, I'm seven days launched on Amazon. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? The world is waiting for my product? Yeah, good that. <laughs> and I, I didn't that. believe it. Regina, I didn't believe that that email was true. Mm-hmm. So I Googled that email and it actually was from an Amazon employee. And I was like, mm-hmm. no, 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 that sounds right. And then they were like, oh, this is for a wedding. And I, I searched a wedding and God knows. And I actually was able to locate, yeah, it looks like there's a wedding and they want all these gifts for their, you know, guests or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I had my first bulk purchase in like seven, 10 days of launching. That's and I was amazing. like, Man, the world is waiting for this. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> so like, obviously, you obviously hit the, hit the nail on the head there with your, and again, as you said before, it was all, all the stuff that you'd done leading up to it. So you were well positioned to, to, to know how to do market research and, and how to find, you know, yeah. fill, fill a gap in the market. That, that's amazing. Yeah, you only connect the dots going, looking backwards, as they say. Exactly. Yeah, and ab- ab- I'm absolutely. so thankful for everything that has happened in my life. Perfect. So mentors? Oh, Regina, I've had mentors. I love people. I love getting advice. I respect a lot of people in my life. I would say uh, when it comes to business, Adam Hudson, um, mm-hmm. doing his, um, you know, 
mentoring program, I think that really broke my whole um, thought process about running a business, how you could use the shared economy, the freelancing economy. Mm-hmm. To act, you don't have to be an engineer to create products. You don't have to be an industrial designer to create prototypes. You don't have to be a perfect graphic designer to create beautiful. You can hire on need basis. That completely broke that mentality. Oh, yeah. All these years, I had all these skill sets that I did, gaps in my skills, which I thought I needed to know everything. Right. Now I know. I don't need to know everything. Yeah, that's right. I need to know how to hire the right people to make my vision, to bring my vision to life. And Perfect. that's where I think his teachings really. What, what, a, what, a great, what a great lesson. What a great lesson that you, we don't have to be a jack of all trades, right? We can, we exactly. can hire people to, to do those things that we don't know how to do. Perfect. Exactly. And work on your strengths. Mm-hmm. I, I'm good with product picking. I'm good with trends. Let me do that. And let me find the right people to bring this happen. And the satisfaction of giving somebody else work, employment. I think that's mm-hmm. another kick as well. You get, you know, that, oh, wow, yeah. I'm giving somebody a job. Who, you know, freelancers, they're always hungry for more jobs. Absolutely. So I think Adam Hudson would be one of them. Amy Weiss, wow. She came very early on in my Amazon journey. I oh, really love Amy. Yeah, she is a genuinely genuine woman, a uh, warrior. I would say one of the most tenacious, strong ladies in the Amazon space. Not only Amazon, actually, she was one of the first ones. So here I am thinking Amazon, 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 and there was this fresh new ideas coming from Amy Weiss. You don't have to think about just Amazon. Amazon is just one sales channel. Yes, out of so many other options you have. And she was so this about look at other, you know, big boxes, look at other channels. And I think just listening to her, being in her her coaching programs, being, you know, with her physically in China, I think it was just amazing seeing how graciously generous she she was with all her knowledge. Yeah. So she's actually put all of that into a training course now. And it's amazing. Yeah. So she's just amazing. I just wonder whether she and you and all of y'all sleep. (laughs) <laughs> you're like seriously you're not well, I don't think Amy does I certainly do but I don't think Amy sleeps no yeah, I think you'll have clones I think you'll have clones that yeah, well, have yeah, she, you know, Amy's ex-military so, so she doesn't sleep you know she's yeah. <laughs> like, hats off love it I absolutely love all of you um Steven Selikoff another legend in my life um he's always only a message away um his negotiation skills that he taught me I was in China, um, Regina, and I would literally, it was a phone call away. So I've got this amazing, I like this product. What do I do? How do I negotiate? And there it was pretty, hang on, I am coming there. And he was there. And the guy said, like, oh, um, are you related? And he was, yeah, she's my daughter. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the level of negotiation. And, you know, seeing him in action and just a few questions that he asked a supplier at the boot just completely changed the way I... For example, give, give us an example. So I was at this particular um, store and I found that the, the product was a bit over my price my, uh, price bracket or whatever you call it. Yeah, target price, yeah. Mm-hmm. Target price. Um, Stephen comes in and Stephen puts a question out. So what is what are the things that I can reduce on? What are the features and things that are embellished on this can I remove but still have this product yes so there are those little things you can still remove but it 
still is perceived as as good a quality a product. Achha. So instead mm-hmm. of leather fasteners, you could go with, you know, Rexine or those pleather fasteners. Yes. Yep. Instead of stainless steel, you could go with another, you know, kind of a hooking system. Yep. So his thing was, how can I reduce the cost, but it's still perceived as a premium product? So mm-hmm. how can you make that happen? And it completely shifts the, you know, guys on the yep. boot. They're like, yeah, 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 we can do this and we can remove this and we can add this and your target price is this. And it fell under my, exactly below actually what I was expecting Beautiful. to pay. Like Love how that. simple is that? How simple is that? That's fabulous, you know? fabulous. So Stephen Selikoff, um, you know, amazing legend in my life. And at the moment, I'm also um, a part of the Titan Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some amazingly generous people over there, Regina. Mm-hmm. They blow my mind every single time. Um, they, you know, sharing their knowledge bombs. There is so much to learn. And the best there is, there is, there's so much. <laughs> so much to learn. And I'm finding more and more our space is becoming very abundant. I think because there are a lot yes. of successful sellers, they've done the whole cycle once, twice. They, and now they've come to this position where they want to give back. Absolutely. And, and, you've, and you've now joined that, uh, <laughs> that, so. that group. You know, so, I love that, Regina. That is what I really like. That one person, if I can change their life, I'm happy. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you will change more than one person's life. So what tools do you find you use on a regular basis in your business that, that are helpful? I love technology, tech tools, apps. My phone is like full of apps. My friends tell me it's pretty. I get anxiety when I look at your phone with so many apps. I'm like, but I use all of them. Okay. So, so for I your know. Amazon business, what are the yeah. most useful ones? Yeah. So Helium 10. I really mm-hmm. like Helium 10. Uh, Stellar Board. I like Celebot for the financial dashboards. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really accurate if it's set correctly. The UI is beautiful. I very early on realized with the business that moving everything on a G Suite on cloud mm-hmm. would be perfectly in location independent. I can log in from any machine anywhere in the world, mm-hmm. sitting in Bali on the beach on a new computer, and I could still be running my show. So G Suite, um, setting everything up, on Google has been life-changing. Um, zero, obviously, for since day one. For accounting, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, for accounting. A2X to pull all the data from Amazon to zero. Perfect mm-hmm. conduit over there. Um, for my everyday, there's an app called To Do. Mm-hmm. It's a blue tick icon if anyone's looking for it. It's a beautiful app where you can share lists with others. So I share my list with a team or with family. So I've got different lists for different things. So for my Amazon, I have my daily tasks in there. And I've got reminders. And I like that tick and that sound tick. Every time I do something, it gives me that sound tick. So that's my everyday guide. Mm -hmm. Uh, And obviously MailChimp and ManyChat and Canva and all those other amazing everyday tools okay oh that's a lot of tools <laughs> oh, there's um so is it mailchimp manychat yeah i use manychat canva we love canva um right launching and ranking so these are you know always top of mind for amazon sellers mm-hmm. um do you have a process that you've recently used to launch or rank your products what, what do you like to do Regina, after going all the complicated ways of launching and whatnot, 
I've simplified the whole thing. I always remind myself, keep it simple. Yes. I now keep it simple. Now I stay in the Amazon eco space. Right. I do aggressive PPC in the beginning. I do the wine program, the earlier reviewer program. By staying in the Amazon ecosystem, there's no gray area, there's no black hat, there's no manipulation of velocity and reviews and whatnot. And I found that I've had really good amount of success with going aggressive on PPC, targeted on long tail keywords, mm-hmm. video ads, just simple we video love ads. video ads, yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think I saw one of your um, presentations on video ad. It was yes. amazing. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, video ads. And what I also do is, apart from Amazon doing what it does with mm-hmm. you know these things that I set up, I also do f- a little bit of Google ads, Facebook mm-hmm. geo-targeted Facebook ads, mm-hmm. um, Instagram, and obviously. And so, and so where do you target? Okay, so, so so let's let's sort of circle back. Uh, geo-targeted Facebook ads. So by geo-targeted, you mean just into the U.S. marketplace rather than... Yeah, but even in the U.S. market, I have um, data on where my buyers predominantly are from. So okay, when so I'm you launching can get that a from similar Amazon. product, mm-hmm. yes, correct, from your postcode, you can yes. get the postcodes and you can put those postcodes in your Facebook where you're making your ads that I want to target people in this postcode. Gotcha. The okay. assumption so, so, here so you've is, gone even finer than just all of the states. You've gone into the, the postcodes where people, where you know your customers, uh, That that's amazing. And so where do you send them from those ads? Do you send them directly onto Amazon or do you yes. use a, a, you know, a landing page? So there are two things over here. I It really depends. Sometimes I send them on our website from where it's a conduit where they then go on Amazon to finish the purchase if they want to, mm-hmm. or they can finish it on the website. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, I send them straight to the Amazon storefront. Oh, so, so the storefront, not to the product listing? Uh, not not to the product listing, no. Perfect. Because I want to show them. I want to show them all the other things that are as well if they're interested. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah, Beautiful. simple, mm-hmm. simple. Nice, nice. 80% efforts on the Amazon space and 20 on all these external traffic, which also Amazon gives you juice for. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So do you sell on other platforms? I very recently actually launched on uh, eBay, Walmart, Sears, um, Wayfair. Mm-hmm. I think it was, I think at the moment, I'm still uh, testing it out. Right. It's more a diversification um, thing for me right now. Um, it only, you know, is less than 1% of the sales. Right. So there's not a lot of traction over there. But I just want to see what it's like. I just want to I'm see curious. what happens. Yep. I'm curious. Maybe the world <laughs> is waiting. Maybe the world of AFA is waiting for my products. You know, you never know. And do you sell on other, are you only in the US or have you diversified into other marketplaces? Look, that's the beauty about Amazon FBA, isn't it? You can scale. I mean, they give you the ecosystem. So, yes, I am in Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am selling in Mexico, Canada, uh, in the process of getting all my VAT and registrations done for UK. Mm-hmm. In fact, the UK shipment should be out in a day or two. Mm-hmm. And I'm also doing all the paperwork, all the fun stuff for Europe. Ah, yes. (laughs) I don't know what I've gotten myself into, but I keep telling myself, if it's hard, it's worth it. Okay, beautiful. Great. So I think we've already covered off. Um, How has your life changed since you started this business? 
Oh, it's been so amazing, Regina. It's so good, right? When I when I want, I can walk off for a coffee. When I want, I can take my vacation. You know, yeah. the freedom yeah. of time. I, you know, when friends tell me, "Hey, are you available?" Yes, I'm available. When would you like? You know. Yeah. How good's that? Yeah. yeah. So I think it's just that freedom mm-hmm. of time, which is priceless, is what I've got, and I'm yeah, super stoked about it all. Beautiful. And if you had just one piece of advice uh, to give to someone who may be just starting out, um, what would that be? Yes, Amazon is or any e-commerce business comes with a lot of steep learning. Give yourself that time. Be kind to yourself and just go through those learnings. Be open, be adaptable, but be resilient. As um, you know, the famous Henry Ford quote, whether you think you can and you cannot, you, you're right in both the ways. Just pick what you, where you want to be. Do, you know, the self-chatter, the self-talk, the, self, the self-doubts, put them on the side, park them, tell them I'm not interested. And just follow that course every single day, micro steps, and pat yourself at the end of the day, you know, for just moving forward, fail forward. Beautiful. And what an amazing way to finish. That that's that's fabulous. I love that. Um, thank you, thank thank you, you so much. It's been such a joy to talk with you today. And I'm sure that your story will uh, inspire other people to take a leap and try it for themselves. So thank you for your time today, Preeti. Thank you. Thank you, Regina. Thank you for this platform and for bringing us all together and bringing all the beautiful <laughs> speakers that inspire us all the time. So really, thank you to you too. And um, hopefully we'll see see each other soon. Are you going to uh, the Gold Coast for... Uh... Yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's put that out. Let's manifest it. Manifest it. Retail Global. Um, yeah. Uh, yep. End of end of March. Yep, I'll see. I'll yep. definitely. I'll see you there. All right. Absolutely. Thanks, Alex. Take care, Regina. Thanks. Have a beautiful bye-bye. day. Bye bye. Welcome back to the Women on Amazon podcast. I am super, super, super excited today to be talking to a couple of awesome ladies, uh, Tessa and Kate. And uh, welcome, firstly. Welcome, girls, ladies. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. Thank I'm you. very excited to be here. Well, I've been trying to get you on for quite some time, so I'm honoured <laughs> that you finally made the made the time. And um, just a little bit of a background: Tessa and I actually have known each other since our children were babies. We were actually in the same mother and baby group when Tessa's eldest and my own were just born. Right. And uh, funnily enough, quite independently, we Way both back. got into the Amazon business. And bumped into each other a few years later, and it's like, what a funny coincidence, right? Yeah. Yes. I'll always remember you saying to me, "Are you selling on Amazon?" <laughs> I was so shocked at how you would even know, but yeah, you'd worked it out, and I, yeah, I had worked it out. I think because you were doing a, um, a design, uh, like one of those design competitions for your yeah, product. That's way right. Back then. Yeah, that's when we first started up. But, 
Yeah, it was, uh, but it was funny because I didn't know anybody selling on Amazon back then. Mm. So it was, well, that's right, because back then and nobody did. Nobody, and when, like, no. nobody knew each other and everybody's very quiet about it. So, uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so it, was, it, was, it was just lovely to have a connection and go, oh, someone understands. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? I yeah. know. So it's a funny how how world works. So let's just go go back and start at the beginning. So aside from uh, you, Tessa, um, I guess I've never interviewed two people before, so I guess we'll just take turns. So do you just want to quickly tell us a little bit about your backgrounds? We'll start with Tessa and then Kate. Yep. Yeah, so I was originally in retail, like yourself, many years ago. So I started up my own store when I was 22. So I've kind of always been an entrepreneur, my own boss. I like very much like doing that. Um, And then after 10 years, I went and studied nutrition and became a nutritionist and started exploring the supplement world um, and, yeah, it's, that's how, that was sort of my background and then I met Kate and, Kate, you can explain your background. Yeah, I've got more of a corporate background. So um, I worked um, or backgrounds really in HR and marketing mm-hmm. um, but um, things in once, you know, the corporate world was uh, quite demanding from a time perspective so, um, you know, I would often have my leaving the house at 6am and coming back at around 6.37pm um, and then had my husband who was also, he has his own business, um, actually cutting back on his time in the business just to help with the children. So it just wasn't working. Um, so that's kind of what was the catalyst for me jumping in um, and trying my own hand at um, starting my own business. And so when did you see the Amazon opportunity first? Um, That was probably for me that point in time. I just had a child who was one year old. Um, My corporate career was very demanding from a a time perspective. My husband ran his own business. Um, Because of my work, it was taking away from him being able to spend more time in his business. And it just... It wasn't working. Um, I have, thankfully, a very supportive husband and he convinced me to to take the leap of faith um, and just, well, I had nothing to lose. So in that respect, for me, it was almost forced upon me. Um, It was either a changing career um, or it was, um, which I guess this is in itself, um, or to really jump all in and try something completely different. Um, It was 2004. 14, 15, what, when are we talking here? So Tess and I started um, in 2014, wasn't yep. it, Tess? I started a couple of years prior to that. So I was already selling on Amazon when I met Tess. Um, okay. Yeah, and Tess so was Did actually, you do ASM1, Kate, or was that, was that? I am. I am from the beginning. Wow. ASM1, that makes me feel old, doesn't it? <laughs> I know. And, and you know what? And I've told this story before. I actually saw the release of ASM1 um, and I didn't uh, didn't get in, didn't jump in because I was so tied to my retail, you know, retail business then. It, and I'm by tired, I mean emotionally tired. I wasn't ready yep. to give up. Yep. And then I saw ASM3. Uh, and again, didn't jump in, and it wasn't until ASM five that I finally made the leap. So it took it took them a lot, yeah. bit longer to get me. I wish, I wish, you know, with benefit of hindsight, I jumped in. And so, how did you two yep. meet? We actually met because I was working at a clinic, 
and Kate's husband was my boss. He ran the clinic. And so we met at the clinic's Christmas party and just clicked. Like, you know, when you meet someone and you, we were just sitting there the whole night going <laughs> to each other and we just really connected. And um, I had... Well, when, when you say clinic, what, were you, what yeah. sort of clinic? So I was, I was a nutritionist. Nutritionist, right. Nutritionist. Okay, so I was working okay. in clinics, seeing patients then. Yeah. Um, but I had started private labelling my own supplement range in Australia right. just to sort of sell through the clinic and to my patients and uh-huh. a little bit uh-huh. on eBay I was doing. Um, but I was really interested in what Kate was doing on Amazon. Didn't know anything about the Amazon world. Like <laughs> well, none of us did back then, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was really going in blind. Uh, but the fact that Kate had already experienced and really was a lot so, yeah, so Kate, you were already two years in at that stage? Yeah, yeah, about 18 months. 18 months. Um, and so, so, and back in... Yes, yeah, so, so, so I was going to say, so what had you accomplished in that 18 months? Like what, what had you already done? Had you launched products and um, well? What, what was going on? Yeah, I had already launched products. Back in the day, there was uh, little competition. So I was very quickly top of my category and um, earning. Uh, so. Yes, success happened very quickly in those mm-hmm. early days. Yes. Um, so I already had a good you were, you were doing silicon spatulas and garlic presses, right? <laughs> more liquid more liquid chalk, actually, back okay, in the day. Yes. <laughs> um, but then um, what I was missing, though, is I am a, quite a social person. So mm-hmm. for me, I found that 18 months quite lonely. Um, I was obviously inspired by financially by what I was receiving but there was this real missing piece um, and that's what has significantly changed since partnering with with Tess so yeah. that's been great and I'm just you guys, you guys got together and then what happened well we decided to sort of split the workload and really use our skills accordingly so because I have the nutrition background it was up to me to do all of the design of our supplements and formulations. So everything we make, we actually make from scratch. So it does take us quite a while to get a skew out there. Um, and then Kate was was taking the more of the looking after the Amazon side of the business more, and you know yeah. doing the marketing, and and I would do some of the customer service. So we split the roles up quite nicely, mm. which really played to our strengths really mm-hmm. well so and it also meant we had someone to talk to during the day we started off with really jumped, jumped in feet first into you know if not the certainly one of the most competitive sectors yes. on amazon and in the market which is the supplements field and you know there's no way in a million years would i touch that with a barge pole although I do know, you know, other people who are doing quite well in it. So, I mean, obviously you went into that field because, Tess, you had experience or had knowledge in that field and, Kate, you already had experience on, on um, selling on Amazon. But how did, how, like, how did you first start out and, and what, how did it go initially? As I said, I remember, Tess, seeing your very first product uh, <laughs> labelling uh, competition. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we we started off actually and probably not the most, um, uh, your business coach certainly wouldn't probably tell you to go about it this way. We actually launched three products that were very close to our heart. So yep. health and nutrition is um, 
a close value set for and how Tess and I, I guess, align ourselves in a lot of ways. Um, so we chose products that one um, tests are a real need for mm-hmm. with her clinical experience um, or had um, health ailments ourselves that this product or one or okay. two of the products would really help. Mm-hmm. So that's where we started. Well, um, I would absolutely recommend that kind of way to go into <laughs> business because that way you, you know, and, and I do, I, I recommend to people that I talk to, it's like find a product that you have an affinity for because you'll be able to talk about it and relate to the customers. Absolutely. It's going to make money as well. but <laughs> Totally. But you're also quite invested and, and um, connected and believe in the product. Yeah. So um, we started with three. Um, we went through many hurdles as, as everyone does in Amazon. And um, we also made a commitment from the outset. We were going to invest a small amount of money each ourselves. And then because we were almost giving up our current jobs, Mm-hmm. That was going to be it. the the business had to organically grow itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of had planned that from the outset. Uh, then forward to today, um, we've been slow g- growing, I guess, when you compare us to some of the other Amazon sellers. Um, but we have sixteen SKUs in mm-hmm. total. And we're about to start our brand new brand, which is uh, very exciting. Uh, we've become a seven. Um, figure business without ever needing to borrow, um, which we're kind of quite proud of. Um, well, well that, and, that's one of the benefits of growing slowly is that you can fund it yourself. Yes. Well, because there, there are situations, and I've been in, in, in that situation where you grow so fast that you're scrambling to, to fund Exactly, exactly. So, so that's been really awesome to, to see that. Yeah. So when you started... Did you have sort of like a financial goal or or, uh, something you wanted to accomplish in in sort of like, well, when we reach this, then that means we've made it? We we didn't have a set uh, figure, but it was funny. I was just having a a chat with my accountant last week and she goes, oh, my God, Kate, I remember that first discussion with you. And all you were planning on was if it made you equivalent money to what you were earning on a, in a part-time capacity, then you'd be happy because you'd still have time. Yeah. Tess and I both have young families. Um, so flexibility was a major driver um, with this business as well. Um, and then I forward to now and she was just like, I cannot believe what you've achieved given your goals that you started with. Um, so it's nice to reflect on because I think you get so busy and hectic that you forget to kind of remember what your goals were um, from the outset. So that's been quite nice. Terrific. So what accomplishments are you most proud of uh, so far? <sighs> The belief that we can probably do it, I think. We are two ordinary mums Mm -hmm. who really felt like we were going out into the big wider ocean all on our own in the supplements world. Let me tell you, there's a lot of sharks out there, um, particularly in that niche. So the belief that we have been able to um, be successful and not just from a financial perspective, we were very much from the outset around establishing a brand, a brand that helped people, um, which connects back to our core values, which I mentioned before. You know, hearing from our customers about the impact that we're having on their health kind of is what makes us get out of bed every morning. Um, and, yeah, it's um, 
being able to create a business that um, exceeds what we initially financially set out to achieve but also is quite self-fulfilling. Um, yeah, we've, um, we're quite proud of, of what we've achieved in the, uh, the seven years now that mm-hmm. um, we've been at it. Yeah, and also this yeah. the financial freedom that we both have now is just, it's so liberating and mm-hmm. um, I think it has even driven us further to want to achieve more than we ever even dreamed possible. So that I feel like we've accomplished so much, but there's now so much more we want to accomplish, but it, <laughs> it doesn't feel like it's unobtainable. It feels like, yeah, we can do this, we can get there and so I think we, you know, it's both really built our confidence up, and um, we've learnt so much through the whole journey. So it's been it's been really fantastic. Mm. Yeah. So let, let, let's let's talk numbers because I really want your story to be an inspiration to others who who are perhaps listening to this who don't know what's possible. So what do, would you consider your best day, month, year? Go for it, Jess. Mm. <laughs> um, let me look. So last year was very kind to us. We mm-hmm. were very fortunate in the niche that we were in that due to COVID. Yes. It actually, we were, we were at the right place at the right time and so there was just unprecedented demand for our products. Um, mm-hmm. So we had days where we were selling 2,000 units a day, you know, turning over over 50K in mm-hmm. sales, um, Hmm. Yeah, so it was it was good. It was really good. <laughs> we did enjoy last year, which is feels almost guilty. Like we feel almost bad saying that, but at the same time, it was well. Well, no, you shouldn't because you had a product that people wanted, and yeah. the fact that you'd spent the previous six years building your business to the to the the state where you were able to provide that service to people wanting. And I remember, I think you and I had a chat or a conversation last year where you were basically saying you you were running out of stock, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we, we literally could not manufacture fast enough. I mean, it was just mm. the situation in the US was uh, yeah, crazy and we couldn't get enough raw materials. Your, your manufacturers who would normally take 12 to 16 weeks of manufacture were producing in sometimes 10 days. Like it was they were working 24 hours a day just to get our products out. So we were very grateful to them for what they did to support us but yeah it was it was great so and it's really set us up now so now we're you know we've got much better ranking and our sales are are, are good (laughs) nice nice so are you a um uh, a seven figure or an eight figure seller now annually what, what do you reckon? Seven figure at the moment, but aiming for eight. We must be <laughs> we'll very work close. Our way there. Yeah, I was going to say you'd be pretty close to eight. I would have thought. Um, and and again, I'm just going to reiterate: you're in supplements, and so there's no way that you would ever recommend, and I would never recommend anybody who's getting into that field uh, manufacture anywhere but in the country in which they're selling, right? Hmm. Well, it's it was a for us it was a different situation because we did initially think of manufacturing in Australia and um, mm-hmm. and ironically it's actually a lot easier to manufacture in the US which was surprising to us right. once we started researching mm-hmm. it actually turned out to be easier um, and then we didn't have to do, deal with shipping or any of those extra expenses and it's a lot cheaper to manufacture in the US which also was very surprising to us. in Australia? Then in Australia yes. Mm, right. So, yeah, so we ended up. I, I guess sort of um, quantities of scale, you know, economies of scale, right? Yes, that's yeah. right. And, we, and were, I, we found a great manufacturer who's mm. been with us for a long time now, and 
yeah, he really kind of bends over backwards to help us with, mm. with every aspect of the of manufacturing. So, yeah, he makes our life a lot easier. And the fact that we're not there, you know, it can be a challenge because you've got to get samples sent over and you've got to wait for all that sort of stuff. But overall, it works out better for us to have our stock there and manufactured there and sent straight to Amazon, straight to our warehouse. And, you know, you're yeah. not things going backwards and forwards. I think it also, given our customer is predominantly US, I think it also gives them peace of mind that they're not um, getting a product that particularly when it's something that they need to digest, that it's being manufactured on their soil. We're using um, the most purest organic ingredients that we can find, that type of thing. I think it it just um, also fits in very nicely with who we are and what we're about. Yeah. what about perhaps uh, lessons you've learned along the way? Has there been sort of stumbling blocks, things that mistakes, things that uh, you can share to perhaps help others avoid making them? Gosh, so it's many. It's been a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so many lessons. It's it's hard to just sort of narrow down on one particular mistake because I feel like you're constantly learning with this business, and you do something, and then you look back and go, oh. Why did I do it like that? This way would have been so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, even you can make just little errors on your, your label, which can then throw everything mm-hmm. out. Um, so we've learned to check, double check, check for a third time mm-hmm. <laughs> with all orders and labeling and you know any manufacturing um, barcodes on stock. Barcode yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. We put the wrong um, barcode on one of our products, and that just caused. Oh. Absolutely. I've done that. I've done that one too. Oh, yep. My goodness. <laughs> yep. So, I mean, you're constantly learning with this business. And I mean, that's part of what I like about it because it's, there's always new challenges that you're facing. And, but we seem to sort of manage to get over them all and work our way through them. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I think, I think you've got to expect to make mistakes yep. and uh-huh. not let yourself get beaten down by that because we're all human. We are going to make mistakes. And I guess for me, that's where it's been really helpful having Kate there because when I've done something wrong, she hasn't killed me. <laughs> She's been supportive and vice versa. And vice versa. So, yeah, it's um, it's been that's been very helpful for me and yeah for Kate. But nice. Yeah. So, if any, what mentors uh, have you had along the way, and how have they been of help? Yeah, we've had um, mentors since day one. Um, we are both believers that getting an educated outsider's perspective on our business is incredibly valuable. Mm -hmm. Um, It helps draw us out, particularly when we're working so in the business day-to-day. It helps bring us back out and have more of a strategic perspective over over things so we can clearly see where to best put our efforts, I guess. Um, And getting insight even into different perspectives that we may not have considered before. I think it's just helped the breadth of our business and our business grow um, to what it has done. Um, We've had several, um, I also, uh, we believe that, um, you know, every few years we tend to change coaches to, again, give a new perspective and fresh ideas. Um, In the past, at the moment, at the very present, we have a coach who specialises in selling Amazon businesses. Um, And our perspective behind that is purely to get ours, not necessarily sell yet, but um, get it to a state where it is attractive 
to to others to purchase um, because then attractive already (laughs) (laughs) given the uh what's going on at the moment although a lot of the aggregators i've spoken to are not keen on supplements uh, but that doesn't mean there isn't somebody who who would absolutely buy your business yeah yeah Um, but previous to that, we've had um, mentors who have always also been more general online business entrepreneurs. So we're not just going for the Amazon mentor, um, I guess, pool. Mm-hmm. We like to kind of pick from a, a, a broader um, range of mentors and coaches. So there has been lots. Um, and I do think that is something that helps has helped keep us motivated, helped us keep thinking strategically um, and given us insight into directions we may not have considered in the past. It's also been nice to have just someone that we felt a little bit accountable to as well. Like we've got each other obviously, but it was nice to have that independent voice also that would even drive us further. Mm-hmm. Also helpful. Oh no, accountability is a big one. And as you said, uh, you know, when we we're all you know working from our lounge rooms or dining room tables or co-working spaces or whatever on our own, you know, it's easy just to go off and do something else uh, and and uh, not achieve those goals. So so I agree. I think accountability uh, is super important. Um, and so on a daily basis, what are the tools that you like to use in your business? Go for it, Tess. Oh, I was going to make you do this one. Um, <laughs> we, we use. We, we, um, no, we do. We use quite a few different tools. My personal favourite is Jungle Scout because that's one I use quite mm-hmm. a lot, or possibly daily, especially when we're looking for new business opportunities or, um, yep. you know, just seeing what yeah, the market's seen doing. Mm-hmm. Um, we use Helium 10. We use um, Manage by Stats. You're using uh, them all, right? <laughs> yeah, we use all the ones. Um, we're big da- on data as well. So, and QuickBooks manages us the financial side of the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drip, we've transitioned to in more recent um, that? months. That's our CRM. So it's a bit like your Active Campaign or your Aweber. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've also used Lead Pages, Merchant Words. So. Um, yeah, we, we use uh, the main ones are probably, though, um, Jungle Scout, Helium 10 and, and Managed by Stats and obviously QuickBooks um, with our accounting piece. They're our main ones that we rely on. Cool. Well, that's, that's nice to know. And have you um, recently launched a, a product? Have you had, a, like, something new recently or have you been just too busy trying to keep up with your existing um, we're, we're a bit of both. Uh, we do have the intent to launch very, um, very soon, actually. Um, well, one with the new brand. We've got a few new products launching mm-hmm. with that. We've also got a couple of new ones coming up with our um, established brand. Uh, but over last year, yes, it was and into this year has been around just keeping up with demand. No, we did launch um, new products last year. <laughs> Oh, how quickly time goes. My question is, you know, what have you been recently doing to, to launch and, and rank rank your products? Because that, that's something that, that's constantly top of mind for, for our sellers. Yeah. What if we you usually works for we you? Usually, we usually put in um, kind of at least a four to six-week campaign around a launch 
and we try and have everything set up. So as soon as the product goes live on Amazon, we've got reviews starting to filter in. Um, What do you do for that? For the reviews, we leverage our current customer base. So we have a reasonable customer following now. Mm -hmm. Um, So part of them being in our loyalty, I guess, program is that they get to um, try and test out new products that we're launching. And we ask them for completely unbiased um, feedback because that also helps us really be able to tweak the product before even it goes to market. So um, we have those ready to go. Um, Previously, we've used Vine reviews as well. Um, So we get those reviews happening of the listing um, images, um, sales copy, all of that's done well in advance. um, So that's all um, refined. But then we also have campaigns like our social media and Facebook campaigns that surround the new um, product launch. Um, Within that, we have press releases. So it's doing everything we can and we put quite a bit of advertising spend on an initial launch. Really, we want to give it as much visibility as possible and we also leverage the visibility that our other products receive from customers and make sure those customers have insight into our new product about to be launched. Um, So that usually gives us a nice footing um, and following that first kind of eight-week period, we have a really good sense of how this product's going to fly. Yeah, and and that, that's awesome because, you know, a lot of people get stuck on sort of trying to, you know, whatever is the latest, newest uh, trick. And, you know, again, it's something that I sort of try to hammer into people. It's not about the trick. It's about throwing everything at it. When yeah. you're launching, you know, yeah. I, I like the fact that you mentioned press releases and reaching out to previous customers, you know, all of those things that, you know, any normal business uh, yeah. does when they're doing a product launch. Awesome. So uh, aside from Amazon, are you currently selling on other platforms? You know, are you on Walmart, Shopify, eBay, et cetera? Uh, a lot of that is actually our plan for the, over the next year or so is to really start getting onto more platforms. So we've, we've delved a little bit into eBay. Um, we're not on there at the moment, but we were on there uh, previously. And we're mostly focusing on our Shopify site. Um, <laughs> we've built a new website and we're really sort of spending some time at the moment getting that really going because um, we're finding there are customers who don't necessarily want to purchase on Amazon. So they will write to us and say, where else can we buy it? We don't want to use Amazon. So mm-hmm. we're providing that other platform for them. But we definitely want to start looking into Walmart and iHerb and more of those other Mm. Um, platforms yeah, I believe um, Walmart has just opened up because they were um, closed to offshore sellers. Yes. Apparently yes, they've, right. just, they've yeah. just opened that up. I heard that somewhere around the traps. Yes. Yes, <laughs> that's right. They just need to update their forms so that they're um, internationally friendly. <laughs> <laughs> they still don't. They still require some um, US documentation that's oh, impossible okay. for international sellers. So, but that will come. And we're also planning on targeting very um, niche specific sites as well. well um, other marketplaces that are niche driven. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 Do you, do like, you sell yeah. uh, in other countries, like other than the US? Where else do you sell? Well, our e-commerce platform, our Shopify site um, is international. So Mm -hmm. we do have sales, um, Australia, um, Canada, uh, Asia. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we have we wholesale to um, a company in the UK who sell our products on Amazon in the UK. Mm -hmm. Um, We did that short term. Long term, we would like to envisage ourselves on that side. side. Yeah. Um, So we're slowly getting there. Um, It's more around ensuring our um, distribution channels um, with shipping and that type of thing is as, um, as timely as possible so people aren't waiting too long. Yeah, fair enough. And and I know you touched on this a little bit um, right at the beginning of our conversation. How has your life changed since you sort of started this business? Uh, well, financially, we're in a better position, which yeah. is good. Um, we're both working and I don't want to put any um, disillusion people. We, Tess and I, are probably working harder than we've ever worked. Yeah, so, so you're, um, you're not sitting. You're not sitting in a hammock working four hours a week. Is that what you're telling me? No, no. <laughs> but we would both get bored if that was the case. So uh, we're both working harder than ever, but um, we're much more fulfilled in what we're doing. One because I think we have a real passion for what we do. Um, so we haven't just jumped into selling just anything because it it looks like it sells well. Um, and the other major thing is, is the business fits into our lifestyles. We're both mums. We both have multiple little children running around <laughs> everywhere who have, uh, you know, school responsibilities, after school commitments, all of that. So we can actually fit all of that in and yep. still run a successful business. And that, that's, I have to say that that's the main reason I got into this. And it's, it's the big reason I'm still into this. It's absolutely one of the best things, especially for, for parents. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's almost like you, you you're working, but you're living this sort of fantasy life where you have freedom at the same time. Even though you're still working hard, mm. the fact that you know we can fit our work hours to what suits us is is you know it's a dream. You know, very few people actually get to do that. And if you're working nine to five. I, I could never imagine myself going back to that no. kind of. <laughs> no. It's, Life has changed a lot and definitely for the better, like yeah, 100% for the better. Beautiful. And so if you had one piece of advice for somebody who may be starting out today uh, on their Amazon or e-commerce journey, what would that be? Gosh, mine would be don't give up. Just keep mm-hmm. persevering because Amazon is going to throw everything at you and challenges that you wouldn't even dream about um, and you've just got to keep going because you can work your way through them and you can get through it and you can make things happen. So I think perseverance is definitely a necessary trait to have. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, mine is surround yourself with supportive and positive people because it can be a lonely business and um, the more support you have around you, the more people telling you you can do it um, has a huge impact on um, your motivations and the end of the day, your success. So, yes, surround yourself. If they're going to be negative, don't talk about it. So <laughs> influence, uh, surround yourself by positive, uh, supportive people. Yeah. Um, I would like to add in one other thing. And this is something I really struggled in and that is try not to get caught up with making everything perfect or finding that perfect product Mm -hmm. because it doesn't exist. The sooner you can get moving on something, the sooner you will learn what's right and what's wrong about Mm -hmm. it and the sooner your business will start getting traction. Um, What's that little maxim, you know, money loves speed. 
That's <laughs> right. That's right. Yes. So don't procrastinate. Quick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that, 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 that's, uh, that's really nice. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we finish up? Gosh, I think we've covered it all. Yeah, if anyone is out there thinking about it, um, if they know that they're self-motivated and a driven personality, then I would say go for it. Like it's, it can really set you up for life. And I love the fact that it's a business that you can just keep on going. There's no end date. So you can There's keep no building ceiling. and creating and going further with it. So yeah, such a great opportunity. Terrific. Yeah. There is no ceiling on the possibilities. That's I, for sure. I think certainly the lessons for me from our conversation today is very much been around branding, building your brand around your own core values. I think that's super important. Um, and the perseverance. And, and the fact that, that and, and again, because I know you, Tessa, and I've seen, you know, your journey-ish, you know, a little bit from afar, but but still, yeah. that, that you've actually sort of, built your business slowly you've never given up you know you weren't doing the huge numbers at the beginning but you've really grown it organically and, and my hat's off well if I was wearing a hat really off to both of you for doing it that way because you know there's a there's a lot of people out there going you know I made a million dollars in my first whatever and I'm not one of those people um, <laughs> however um, I think the way you've done it from a long-term point of view is just really the, the, the best way like honestly is that that you've built it up to, to you know a multi-million dollar business from nothing right and uh it's just yeah literally and it's it's amazing it really is and you're an inspiration to me and to um you know everyone everyone who knows you I'm sure and <laughs> and again that it, it, back to your point Kate around surrounding yourself with people you know it's now is not how it was five years ago where we had to go, Pst, you know, you're selling on Amazon. Where, you know, there's so many awesome uh, groups and, you know, just very soon meetups again and events that you can actually go and meet people who are, are doing better. So uh, thank you so much again for, for joining me here today. Thank you for having us. It's a pleasure. Thank you. It's been lovely chatting. Look forward to seeing you soon. Take, take care. You. Bye. Okay. Bye. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode and were able to pick up at least one nugget that you can put into action straight away. Please subscribe to and rate this podcast and remember to check out the website womenonamazon.com to get all the information on today's guests as well as links and discount codes to any products or services mentioned. And remember, don't wait for perfect. Get started now.